0: Welcome to Empire Radio with PJ Braun and Aaron Sagan. Welcome to the Supreme. Here we are, everybody. I know everybody thought that we forgot about them, but Iron Empire Radio is back. PJ, I uh, received a lot of complaints, Uh, a lot of people upset with me backstage at Nationals, competitors were, I actually had people coming up to me, uh, two comp- three competitors. And one of them is on my Facebook, uh, jocks pitcher, I think is his name. I'm probably mispronouncing it, but he came up to me backstage and said, Aaron, I, I'm a little disappointed. You know, I love the show with you and PJ and the iron empire radio, but I was hoping to listen to it backstage and it, the new shows, not up what's, what's the deal. So, uh, between that and uh, a lot of emails that I received personally saying that, uh, where's the show, where's the show, where's the show. Here we are on a Monday night. I just got back from Miami. I know you're about to fly out tomorrow, and uh, we're really doing this literally uh, for, the, uh, for the listeners.
1: Yeah, we're we are, uh, both been hustling around a lot, and we wanted to do the show while we're out there, obviously. But we're both just so, so busy, and uh, I apologize as well. But we're doing it tonight.
0: Um, why don't we tell everybody why we didn't do the show when we were supposed to during the weekend? Uh, because um, you were too tired.
1: Uh well, listen, I had five clients uh competing at national so they were originally supposed to have seven two of them had to pull out one of them did an injury uh anyway um they uh they actually put their money together uh to pay for me to be there, so I was at their service and uh, I had five clients staying in four different hotels, and I was going back and forth running all over the place and I didn't wanna you know neglect anybody and I wanted to make sure I was giving any everybody the attention that they deserved and you know, I'm kind of a perfectionist when it comes to the way I, I work with people anyway. Um, so it was, it was pretty draining uh, doing all that. I just really didn't even have any downtime. I, I really didn't get to sleep much while I was out there. I slept on a crappy little cot in uh, one of my clients' rooms. Um, you know, uh, like I said, I would have liked to do it. I wanted to do it earlier. But you uh, were too busy doing all your work for Dave. So, you know, uh, scheduling, you know, didn't really
0: work out. It's 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 safe to say that both of us were very busy, you know. Um, you know that when when you work for Dave and you've you've had this experience yourself, is that um, I don't want to say Dave is a slave master because that, that that's pretty <laughs> that's derogatory, but he expects a lot. You know, Dave works extremely hard himself, so he expects everybody else to work at the same level. Um, so it's not like I can like be like, hey, Dave, I got to do the radio show, with PJ. I'll just do this later. It doesn't really work like that, and it's the same way with you with your clients. You can't kind of tell them like, "Look, I got to do a radio show. I'll be at your exactly. hotel room later." You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, but we uh, we actually, unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, we killed a lot of time with Andy Hammond at the sushi store at the uh, uh, the sushi <laughs> restaurant, which is an unusual experience to say the least, wouldn't you say? Yeah, he's really funny. Um, he
1: he's quite the character. He has an interesting life. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. He ordered all of our food for us. That's, what I, that's, that's, food. That's,
0: that's the thing I was going to say. I've never had anybody order my food for me like that. Uh,
1: no, no, I can't say that I have either. That was certainly interesting.
0: Yeah. He um, actually, he got the menu and the lady came to Andy and said, Oh, what do you want? And he was like, just start listing off. An endless, an endless stream of food. And um, the lady actually started trying to talk him out of the food that he was ordering. Because she's like, no, you don't want three chicken? And he's like, no, three, yeah, three chickens, three chickens. Give me three teriyaki chickens. She's like, no, no, not three. He's like, yeah, three, three. So he ordered a bunch of stuff that we probably would never have ordered on our own, wouldn't you say? Oh, without a doubt. You
1: know, a lot of the stuff that we got was not satisfactory
0: (laughs) we both both me and you felt bad about him paying for us until he ordered (laughs) until he ordered all the weird shit and we were like oh well never mind
1: yeah you know i didn't want to go get sushi i was like i'm not paying for sushi right now i'm not even hungry and he was like, "I'll pay for you. I'll pay for you." I'm like, "Dude, you're not paying for me. It's embarrassing, you know." Yeah. Uh, but after after that, I was, I was like, "No, fuck this. I'm not paying.
0: He's paying for me." After, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't order. He didn't order anything. He actually ordered one of the weird things that I never have ordered at any sushi place ever: the cold mussels, which is uh, one of those. Yeah. Of those <laughs> I was like, "What? You want cold mussels?"
1: And he didn't even like them when they
0: came out. No, he didn't like them. He didn't like. He he. I don't think he liked much of it other than the chicken. And the chicken was not good either. <laughs> the chicken was not good. I never had the chicken, so I don't know. It, was,
1: dry, it was dried out and disgusting.
0: Um, yeah, we stayed there for quite a while. So by the time we got back to the hotel and I had to start editing video, it, was, uh, it, it had already gotten late. Mm-hmm. Was that the most comfortable night that you spent? You had your own bed at that one. That was actually
1: the most comfortable night, yes. I got good sleep that night. Um, I was up for 40 hours at that point. I pulled an all-nighter uh, the night before. Uh, so I really needed to crash. It's funny. Uh, I um, didn't, I, I don't know if you and Dariel were having sex or not, but I definitely slept through
0: it in the, uh, in the bathroom we did, but not, not in front of you in the bed. Okay. Um, it's funny, you know, Andy, Andy was in the car with me and, um, you know, you were, I guess you were on the way to the car and Andy said, um, PJ, it's the first time I met PJ. He doesn't have a, a whole lot of uh, personality, huh? And I told him, I was like, no, it's because he hasn't slept for so long. I said, normally he's much more lively.
1: Yeah, I was tired. I was extremely tired. There, I, I was don't excited. think I've ever seen you that tired. Well, I was up for a long time, and, you know, I'm running around like crazy. You know, I haven't even, like, barely slept in my own bed. You know, I'm coming home and then flying back out, and coming home and then flying back out again across the country and back It's just taking a pull on me, you know?
0: You didn't go to the Iowa Pro Show um, because you were sick. You must like totally be happy that you didn't go now, because that's the only time that you've been home. Really, uh, that, that show that you missed in the yeah, last few weeks,
1: w- w- without a doubt. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm, a, I really need some sleep this week. I'm hoping to catch up on some sleep. Uh, I mean, I'll be out on the West Coast again, but I plan on relaxing, you know, for Thanksgiving with my girlfriend's family and stuff, and hopefully, I can just catch up on some sleep.
0: So why did you, um, tell us the, the, the saga that'll let you get only, uh, i get you no sleep for 40 hours.
1: Well, uh, for starters, my flight was at six in the morning and, um, I had to uh, go up and meet clients in Hartford. I was actually flying out of Hartford, which is not my preferred airport to fly out of. Um,
0: that's a long drive from you.
1: Yeah. It's like 70 miles. Um, I, uh, I drove up there. Um, by the time I was like getting into bed, it was like twelve o'clock and then I talked to my girlfriend to like one and, you know, and then I got another call from a client that was like in duress. And next thing I knew it was like two o'clock and I was planning on leaving at four anyway. So I was like, Screw it and I just started doing work and doing emails. I was like, I'll just sleep on the plane. So I drive to the airport, my flights at six ten, I get on the plane, they have to deplane the plane because there's something wrong with the computer on the plane uh and i had to go to cincinnati first so my my connector in cincinnati was literally only like a half an hour after i was going to get there we were off the plane for almost an hour so they called me with that so like, you missed your connector of course Ugh. and the fastest that we can get you to miami is like six o'clock tonight i'm like it's seven o'clock in the morning you can't get me there until six o'clock tonight there's got to be something that you can do so you know they start typing like a million miles per hour on their little computers and um, you know, everybody's pissed off and, uh, they're like, we can fly you to Detroit right now. And then Detroit will wait for an hour and you'll hop on a plane to Fort Lauderdale. and That's like, that's the best we can do. You'll be there by like two o'clock. I'm like, fine. I knew one of my clients had a car. So I had him come get me, uh, in Fort Lauderdale. And when I landed, of course, they lost my luggage. That was pretty annoying. Um, and, uh, I, um, you know, I got to my room, but they didn't give me my luggage until like uh, it was like 8 o'clock that night. and uh, that's I, I actually had to show my ID uh, to confirm that I was where I was to get my luggage, and that was actually the last that I saw of my ID. Uh, this obviously stressed me out. Do you not so, have your ID? Uh, Wait,
0: hold on. Just a quick question, background. You, do you not have your ID right now?
1: Uh, I went today and got a duplicate. Wow.
0: Okay, keep going.
1: So uh, I had no ID, which is obviously very stressful. that sent me into a, a, a frantic search for my ID, uh, which uh, was basically like when I also wanted to do the radio show. Uh, I was in a very angry mood at that point. Um, I feel I lost it somewhere between showing him the luggage and going to the sushi place, which is interesting because I actually didn't go anywhere. So between my hotel, which was on the same block, it, within... Fast walking distance of the sushi place. I lost only my license. I had everything else. But didn't lose any money. Didn't lose anything else. Uh, just my license.
0: Now so, you've lost you've lost a lot of stuff out of your pockets in the last few months. Credit cards, licenses, money, etc. Are you starting to reconsider the uh, use of a wallet? Because I know you don't use a uh, wallet currently.
1: I still I will not use a wallet, but I'm actually uh, money clip? investing in a money clip now. Yeah.
0: I was gonna say when when's your birthday? I'll send you a nice money clip. <laughs> February six. February, odds oh, coming up. It's coming up. That's right. We're coming both Aquarius, so I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to send you a uh, money clip. If you wait till then, I'll send you a very nice because I use a money clip. I know that exactly the one to purchase you. Good. good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll have uh, even have I'll even engrave it because the one that I get um, that you can purchase off Sky Mall. Um, I don't want to give you okay. too many hints because I don't want to. Su- want to surprise you with it. You can actually have it engraved for ten dollars more. So I might engrave it with something insulting for you.
1: Oh, fantastic! <laughs> Skymall, as, as in the cheesy magazine that they have on the airplanes.
0: Yeah, I bought it off Skymall. Oh wow! When you're on you planes, as much as you and I are, you know, Skymall can sometimes be a refuge that uh, you know can, can get you through because you have to turn off your electronic appliances or whatever the yeah. fuck. So mm-hmm. when I, um, sorry, Isaac. So when I look through the Skymall every <laughs> once in a while. I will um, I will look to the Sky Mall and I'll say, hey, I, I like this. And sometimes I will uh, actually I'm one of the few. Maybe I, it's got. I'm sure there's a lot of people that purchase stuff off of Sky Mall. There are a few kind of neat items. It's like the sharper image um, catalog you used to get back in the day when you were a kid.
1: Yeah, there's some really interesting stuff in there though. There's some stuff that you would just never in a million years really want. Also, it's, uh, I've laughed at a lot of the things I've seen in Sky Mall, but I, I understand what you're
0: saying. Don't you won't laugh at this when I send you this. Fantastic thing that'll save your money and your credit cards and every all your other possessions that you keep losing. Yeah, I gotta stop losing stuff. Yeah, you've been losing stuff a lot lately. It, it, you know, I haven't known you to lose things, but in the last few months, you're just losing stuff left and right. Yeah, I'm. I'm
1: uh, I would lose my head at this point. if people it wasn't attached to me. I'm all this running around. I'm doing and moving is very stressful. If you've never moved before, which I know you have, I have not. Uh, that's actually taking a lot of my focus and my time as well. And uh, I need to get my fucking head back on straight, which it will be once I am relocated.
0: Yes, the, the uh, no more rosin yeah. And uh, I have to say that you are, although you actually look pretty good. I have to. Say, I'm not going to. I'm not going to insult you, but I have to say that my weight and your weight, I believe, will some at some point in the very near future meet because you are shrinking and I'm get I'm growing. I like that.
1: You are. You are growing. I like. I like that. I like a bigger Aaron Sherman. <laughs> you like the fat Aaron Sherman. I love the bear Jew.
0: <laughs> the bear Jew. It's funny. I was the bear Jew for a long time, and then I started dieting, and nobody calls me that anymore.
1: I know. I miss the bear Jew. I feel like I, I lost my friend.
0: <laughs> you lost about 70 pounds of him. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, um, the dieting is done, PJ. Men's physique is over. I have to say that the men's physique—I don't know—you probably didn't watch. You're outside. You're too busy drinking with Jose Raymond in the lobby. But the men's physique um, at nationals was, um, for me personally, disappointing and disconcerting at the same time because the kid who won the overall—I'm um, not kidding—like go look at the pictures. He was 150 pounds at five foot six. So if that's what they're looking for, this kid literally. Could have been somebody on the beach that would have been, that would not have gotten, would not have garnered a notice from me. I wouldn't have even looked at him and be like, oh, good kid's got a good physique. He's, he looks, you know what he looks like? He looks like Emilio from uh, Snooky. The, the no family. way, Emilio? Yeah, he looks like a, he's a short, good looking little kid, you know, probably 150, 145, pretty ripped, not super ripped. Like Emilio in the gym at New Haven Golds, he's probably working out right now. For all Emilio knows, he doesn't realize that he could probably beat two hundred kids at nationals next year.
1: You know, me and Jose were laughing, and some of these guys were coming out. I mean, we just both couldn't stop laughing at some of them. Their ridiculous hair views and shit. I mean, it was just—it's just funny.
0: Uh, yeah, it wasn't funny to me, really, but yeah, I could see—I could see how it could be. The they're is- getting
1: really—they're—they're they're getting really torn up. A lot of those guys, you know. The bodybuilders and actually most of the women also uh, don't really have respect for that division. Uh, It's kind of funny to hear uh, the commentary that they give, and I I don't really care. You know, if you want to compete, you want to compete. I think the reason that people want to really bust on them, aside from how gay they are, uh, is that I think that the fact that they're able to call themselves professionals. Yeah, it's weird with, with, with such like like easily attained looks. Yeah, I, I think it, I think is what frustrates a lot of people. Well, you know, a lot of people like that have busted their ass for a long time. You know,
0: well, yeah, and, and that makes sense to me. I, I have to say that, you know, looking at the guys up there and so are the guys that I thought looked good did the worst. So I mean, mm-hmm. the, the most muscular, um, jacked up guys that were that were still not, and then we in your bodybuilding, but that looked like, you know, it sounds silly, and I know people made fun of me before, but I like the gladiator look. Somebody looks like they could. Um, They could hurt somebody, you know, but they're not big enough to be bodybuilders, but they're like athletic, muscular, still attainable, but not easily attainable looks. Those are the ones that did actually the worst. And the best were the the pretty boy, um, smaller guys with the more Abercrombie physiques. Now, I'm going to tell you what happened backstage. I'm not going to say who said it, but there was somebody backstage, an expediting crew member. I was there with the super heavyweights in the backstage taking pictures of Keith Williams for the – the RX Muscle uh, last 70, 72, that's the, uh, the new series we're doing. And I did with Keith Williams that I edited and did everything. So I was back there shooting Keith Williams. And uh, one of the expediting crews said, okay, guys, right after you are going to be the immense physique guys. Don't be hard on them. One day they may grow up to be bodybuilders too. And everybody, <laughs> and, and everybody started laughing, you know? That is funny. That and, is funny. Uh, I mean, that's the expertizing crew making fun of the men's I want to cool. know who that is when we get off the air. Uh, yeah, when, when we, we get off the air, air, I'll tell you who it is. Um, but, uh, I was like, I was like, oh man. And everybody started laughing. And, uh, that's funny. and one of the men, one of the super heavyweight pros goes fags, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> very loud. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, uh at that very moment I was embarrassed to be men's physique for that only that I'm brief sure. moment. Only that brief I'm moment. I'm sure. I'm sure he must have been. Yeah, I was like I laughed along with them, but inside I was crying.
1: I'm
0: sure. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. um that's what I did this whole weekend, PJ. I followed around Keith Williams and Oscar Arden and um that was a, that was interesting. I have to say that uh I gained respect for I already liked Keith Williams, you know. Um Yeah, and, yeah I like uh, Keith, he's a nice guy. He is, and he, you know, he's got a weird. I mean, I, I guess it, it, honestly, it is a weird thing. He's got a an entourage. I mean, that's not an yeah. exaggeration. He has a. Mm-hmm. He 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 calls them all their own names, so they all have like a title. He's got a pit chief, a pit crew. A pit, I mean, a pit chief. That's what they call him. I think pit chief. That's uh, that's Ben. And okay. then He's got the doctor, um, which is his spiritual advisor and his chiropractor. Uh, okay. uh, actually, a Jewish guy, um, Howie. So he's got Howie. Okay. He's got Oscar, who's the coach. Coach? He's got his girlfriend, Cindy. And then he's got Bob, which they call the mouth, who is his, like, flavor-flav. He's the mouthpiece. <laughs> okay. So he comes around. He'll be like, he'll be like, champ's coming. Champ's a, that's, here. That's the you know, yeah, hype man.
1: That's the yeah.
0: hype man. Yeah. Hype man. Like he's that. the hype man. Yeah, he's the hype man. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: he's I, I want to like, get
0: my own hype man. Yeah, you never know. You, could probably, you probably could find yourself a hype man. Uh, so... Uh, He's got an actual crew uh, of literally a crew of people. And I thought that was interesting. I asked Oscar. I said, Oscar, have you ever worked with a client that had a, a you know, literally an entourage? Because you see a Oscar working with Kai Green and uh, a lot of other athletes Oscar's worked with, uh, you know, Ronnie, Rodney Roller, Victor Martinez, the list goes on and on. These guys are mostly, you know, singular, you know, usually deal with Oscar and then the guy or maybe Oscar, the yeah. guy and the wife or the girlfriend. It's not like mm-hmm. five or six people and uh Oscar said that you know Keith is a pro football player and an Olympic sprinter, you know Olympic athlete um, and he's always had a team and he's most comfortable with a team and uh literally Keith has assembled an, a team around him Keith uh team Keith Williams and uh, they have their own jerseys and everything and i got to say that the video started out really a beat we did a toast to uh Team Keith Williams, a pre-victory toast. And after prejudging, I was like, fuck. Because he didn't make first call out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't make first call out, as you know and I know, and probably most of the people listening know, that means you definitely didn't win. Um, it means best case scenario, he wins the second call out. And in this case, there was five people in the first call out. So that means he's sixth place, best best case scenario. And that, that actually, that that's what he ended up with, sixth place. I
1: was surprised that he. I was surprised that he wasn't in that first call.
0: Uh, actually, even in retrospect, looking at the pictures with them and uh, checking it out after the fact, he, I, I think he really should. I mean, I'm not going to. I don't want to go into the bodybuilding critiquing and stuff, but Blair Moan. There were a few guys that, that if he would have stood next to them, things could have been different. But the, the, the main thing, and this is what I told uh, Keith, is that the truth of the matter is that he wanted to go pro. He wanted his pro card. That wasn't going to happen here, no matter what. He he wasn't the best bodybuilder in the class. It wasn't going to happen. All
2: right. So what's
0: the difference between sixth place and second place? Not much. If you've had six yeah, other second exactly. places, you know. So um, he wasn't going to be Tajul. That that's the key. So it was insulting to him, but all in all, it's really all the same shit. You know, you don't win, you don't yeah. win. Exactly. Um. So uh, the whole process of seeing uh, seeing this. It was interesting, so I told Keith after it was over. I said, "Keith, man," and I told Oscar too. Um, this is an opportunity. I, you know, it doesn't seem like one right now, but you know, give us your honest feelings. Don't you know? I, I don't think he was ever thinking of quitting uh, the video series, but I, I wanted him to to be honest. Like, I mean, imagine what you would do, right? I wouldn't even have to tell you this, but if we were following you for the, for the last seventy two hours between your prep for your next national show. And hopefully maybe we'll do this. That would be great. You won't be as much fun as Keith and Oscar because I know you get like super quiet and serious. But yeah. they were really like, you know, boisterous and loud, and exciting and excited. Um, I said, listen, the worst thing to do now is to be, you know, like super disappointed, upset, you know, uh, like, you know, and if you are, you need to show that in a way that people can relate to you, you know and uh, and he was able to do that and oscar helped me you know oscar this is one thing that people don't realize about oscar people think that oscar is all about the money oscar charged keith nothing not 1 dollar wow. for us and uh, he was away from his family for over a week in minnesota helping prepare all keith's food he he actually cooked all keith's food he tanned keith himself he was there at the show literally shaking with with nervousness um wow. Over Keith's uh, before the callout started. And uh, this is a guy who charged Keith not one dollar. Um, wow. So he, he everything was predicated on how well Keith does. Uh, he did charge. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? You're, you're a prep guy. Can you imagine charging somebody, only charging somebody, even a dollar, spending your own money to get out there, everything, assuming they're going to win? If they don't win, yeah. you get nothing.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure many people assumed that he was going to win with the amount of second places
0: that he had. Yeah, well, obviously Rx Muzzle did. But in reality, if you guys watch the video, and I'm sure uh, eventually, PJ, you'll get along. You've been so busy, but one day you'll watch these videos. And the videos, I think, came out better because he didn't win, honestly. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching them. Yeah, he, he did great. And, and I actually enjoyed following them around. I loved hanging out with Oscar. I mean, you know, Oscar may not be the the premier prep coach as far as like, you know, the newest uh, techniques or whatever, like, uh, you know, I don't know whoever might be the top guy right now, but I can guarantee you Oscar gives these guys more attention and more personal care and a certain amount of like, like love than anybody else yeah. in the, in the industry. I've never seen or heard anybody being that personally invested in the client. I mean, anybody um, it, to see him, to see what he goes through and the amount of money he expends personally to, to to see his clients do well, I've never heard of that before.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I everyone that's that's worked for them always says how great he is, um, he's such a great guy. You know, uh, I don't know. He, uh, I guess it's kind of interesting that he abandons his family like that. Though, um, he really loves the sport honestly, a lot.
0: Yeah, he, he he loves the sport. Now he worked with your buddy Evan Zidipani. Yes. What did Evan have to say about Oscar? Uh,
1: he, you know, they, they developed a really good bond. Um, he, you know, considered Oscar like family. Uh, by the end of that,
0: I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. So, that was that was my weekend, man. I followed Keith around and them around, and and we really didn't we really didn't do much. We stayed in the weirdest hotel. You saw the hotel I stayed at. It was called the Clinton Hotel. Explain <laughs> how weird. We tried to do a video. I don't even know if you can capture the weirdness of this hotel. I actually so have weird.
1: a video that, or not a video, a picture that I will send you. I'm pretty sure I have it. Uh, actually, I I, uh, I have to have it. I sent it to uh, Amber. It's a, it looks like I'm inside a video game, standing inside the hallway with all the crazy blue lights. Um, it's really funny. Uh, that that hotel was bizarre. It's it was cra- a classic fun... It. Plastic furniture in in the lobby of the hotel.
0: $200 uh, a night for this this crazy hotel. I don't know why anybody yeah. would pay for this. There was day no
1: day. N- normal lights. Everything was just bright blue, like neon blue, blue lights. It was very strange.
0: Even during the um, day when you walk out at yeah. noon, there, there's blue lights everywhere.
1: And, and So there was no normal lighting. Uh, you know, you, you, it was like you're in some kind of weird, trippy, like, you know, Club or something. Um, uh, the rooms were set up strange. Like you, you walked into the room and it was like a, a separate little room with like miniature little pieces of furniture. And then you open a door and there's a bed. Um, it, was, it was interestingly uh, decorated. That was
0: so weird. We walked into the room. Uh, if people can imagine it, there we're in the hallway it's all blue lights everywhere so there's it's all blue lights we're, we're what time is it about on midnight we're walking through the hallway of the third floor to get to our room 310 we walk through it's all blue lights you open the door and it's white floors white walls white everything tiny little miniature pieces of furniture um and then at the far end there's a desk um with blue light all around it surrounding it and i'm like holy shit and we walk into the room and we try to open the the furthest door away from us, from the room and it will not open, it's like stuck, so I'm like, holy shit is this this the room, no bed just a blue light and a desk and some weird furniture (laughs) and so I had to slam my body into the door to finally open the door and there were two beds in there it's also a white floor, it was weird blue lighting and everything, but I'm like Dave wants me to do like video editing and work in this blue light room and uh, finally, I found the desk light, which is a tiny little light on the desk that was normal light. But at first, I was like, I'm going to work all night long editing video in a blue light room. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was it was weird. Yeah, that, that, that was one of the weirdest
1: hotels I've ever been in.
0: Uh, and for $200 a night, you have to be having an orgy or a fucking rave party or something in there to enjoy that place. Oh, without a
1: doubt, which I'm sure probably uh, does happen in there. Yeah, without yeah.
0: I can say for sure. Lots
1: of, have- lots of gay sex parties. Down there in South Beach.
0: I, I found, I, I did notice, PJ, that the guests of the hotel were predominantly gay and were playing loud music late at night, generally from room to room.
1: Um, that does not surprise me for one bit. Uh, I felt like the actual uh, uh, town or city, whatever it was, of South Beach was uh, predominantly gay, actually.
0: Um, and you have an interesting story about that. But first, we're going to do a commercial break. You're going to pick us some music, hopefully something good. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like unfortunately, uh, like last time in the episode previous, we don't have a sponsor yet. Although we now are moved to RX Muscle, um, we're under the R- umbrella of RX Muscle and Dave Palumbo. We still can have sponsors specifically for this radio show in the radio show page, which you can find on RX Muscle at Iron Empire Radio. You can check out our um, our fan page on Facebook. Please like us uh, or anything else. We're also on Twitter, and we're going to talk about the Twitter wars when we get back after we talk about all the gay escapades you had in uh, South Beach. But for now, this is PJ Braun's Choice of Music. I hope you enjoy it. I, PJ, actually, so many people have been enjoying it that they don't even want commercials. They love your choice of music. I, I, I read
1: some of that on the board, so I thought that was, that was funny. So, I will try to keep on producing.
0: Yeah, you yeah, better, like, PJ. PJ. There's <laughs> a lot of pressure on you now. So let's see what PJ <laughs> Braun can come up with now for the next commercial break. Here we go. We'll be back in two minutes.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, you to know what we going to do. <laughs> Hey, you guessing it's me, you guessed correctly I just stayed with a stallion you would swear I wasn't a question um, I'm a up with that pipe, call that Nancy Kerrigan, stay on the greenest greens, call us vegetarians you be on that minor league we smoke professionally I do my job exceptionally, on point like a decimalist, the way I ride on a beat man I beat up the street, it's done so effortlessly yeah, so these niggas can't sleep on me there's no inception in this bitch I'm top chef, you top rum and I'm top shelf, no last call to the bartender what you got left pull it up don't stop there hold your cup take a shot yeah all night we celebrate cause we everywhere and you not there all we
2: do is pour it up all night drink sound and all we do
3: is light it up all night all you see is strange clouds
2: strange clouds yeah Cloud strange cloud. Uh, blue jeans, I'm
3: faded. Minding my own data. Smoking on that strong. That Arnold Schwarzenegger. Essentially, you bitch, you. You hot as an igloo. Kick back on that Glock. Call that jujitsu. Hello, running with a yellow girl. Number two, pencil. These rappers is washed up. Spin cycle. when you, my
2: nigga.
3: All day, all night, half pipe. I dive in that pussy. Yeah, I belly flop. I jackknife and shit. Tell my homies that I say it's Party. Yeah, got that tech for technical difficulties. I'm top dog, you top rhyming, I'm top dog. Pyroo, gangsters,
2: outlaws. All we do is yeah, all night drinks now. No
3: question, yes be, yes definitely Up in the studio, I got all my necessities You got they real shit, you made the right selection I'm decayed I die, yes I rep that definitely They say I'm a celebrity, what the fuck's a celebrity? I guess I must invest in the proper form of protection And I say it's a curse, but it's emotionally a blessing To a nigga from the hood, so I aim for the top I don't even need no directions, I... Just wake up and then i roll up the perk. But these niggas wake up on my dick. At least have some breakfast first. Hey. Nigga, keep your nourishment first. And your mind on my lyrics. Cause what you hoping to accomplish, I already did it, bitch. All we do is pour it up all night. That's
2: how we That's how we That's how we do it.
0: Welcome back to the Iron Empire Radio, or just Iron Empire Radio for short. Um, speaking of Iron Empire Radio, PJ, um, before we get to the gaze on South Beach, which I know is your your uh, topic, your uh, du jour, um, Jerry Back, who is there at the uh, show right next to the Species booth, the, uh, he actually mentioned he is very interested in not only the show, which we'll definitely have him on as a guest in the future, but also making us a t-shirt which will be very interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about that. I like his artwork a lot. Uh, He made some pretty cool shirts for Juan. um, And I have a few shirts that he's done anyway, so uh, I'm I'm interested in seeing what we can come up with for that.
0: I wonder what does that mean when he does a, I don't know, this may not be radio discussion material, but we're going to go with it anyway. When he does a shirt with Juan or somebody else, how does that work like profit sharing? Like does he make all the money or how does that go?
1: know, who I've never talked about it with him before. It's something that we'll have to uh, discuss.
0: Yeah, he, uh, he told me he was very interested in doing it. I wonder how that'll work. Like, how we will sell it. Will he sell it? Will I sell it? Will you sell it? Will we sell it together?
1: You know, I don't know. Interesting. Well, uh, we'll have to
0: talk to him in this, it? Uh, so, uh, that's something to be looking forward to. People out there who like the show, if you want a Jerry Beck-inspired Iron Empire radio shirt, which I can only imagine will be extremely cool, uh, because all his other artwork and, show, and shirts are really, really cool. I'm um, very interested to see what he comes up with. Maybe we can um, use the brolic and the mensch, um along with the Iron Empire radio logo or something like that.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that's a good idea,
0: actually. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we can have like, a, a big jacked-up guy talking like, out a, a rabbi or something. Yeah, that could be cool. <laughs> it could be cool. I would like that. <laughs> um PJ, there are a lot of gays on South Beach. And PJ, yeah, if yeah, anybody yeah. knows gays, it's PJ Braun. So what, what would you have to say if you were to say gays on South Beach and PJ Braun together? How do they go?
1: Um. Well, let me just state that. If I was a homosexual, I would certainly move up to South Beach because that is like the haven for days. And they were very, very, uh, just out there all about everywhere. Very flamboyant. Um, I, I went to, uh, the gym, uh, the crunch fitness, which was like, um, only like two blocks away from my hotel, which by the way, they wanted $45 for a day pass. Did you pay uh, that? No, I chewed them down to 15. <laughs> good. Uh, good job. Good, was, good job. job. I,
0: like,
1: I refused to, uh, to pay that. Um, anyway, uh, when I was done working out, it was a nice day, and I decided to um, walk back to my hotel and, and the tank top that I was working out in. Dude, I got, like, it was hilarious. Like, I got, like, cat calls from across the street from dudes. And, it, I mean, it, it was, like... Ridiculous. It wasn't like one guy. Like like five, six guys in the short time that I walked, like yelling things at me like, Hey big boy, like like lots of Spanish ones like Papachulo. like (laughs) (laughs) things at (laughs) me. But
0: you loved it. You loved it.
1: The highlight of all of that, which which I actually showed you, uh, was that I got a Facebook message uh from a guy who actually saw me walking on Collins. And I actually showed you this Facebook message. I'm pulling uh, it up. I'm I, pulling
0: it up right now. You want me to read it to you? Yeah,
1: you can read it. Why not? Okay. Don't don't put his number out there. Though.
0: <laughs> All right. This guy, uh, Robert, I'm not going to say his last name, says, saw you on, on Collins. <laughs> this is at, at 2.45 in the morning. Uh, saw you on Collins, handsome. I was on my bike. I'd like to blow you. Call <laughs> me or text me. And then here's his phone number. <laughs> he says, sorry if you're not into that. I respect you. I just wanted to worship or wrestle you. I'm 5'9", 225.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: so it's really interesting, this is hilarious, is that on Sunday, uh, before I left, I was outside on the phone, outside my hotel, and that guy actually rode up to me on his bicycle
0: Oh, my God. That must have been so uh, weird.
1: And I didn't realize who it was, but he came over smiling, and he was like, P.J. Braun. And I was like, yes. And he was like, I am such a big fan. And I was like, oh, thank you. He goes, I sent you a message on Facebook. And I was just like, oh, I kind of put together then. That was, that's who you are. And I was just like, I didn't get it yet. I have to go back into my room now. Take care. And uh, he had, like, this really, like, just scary, like, sexual look on his face. And I uh, – I kind of just went back to my room and
0: and left it alone. <sighs> was it, was it like scary in a way or were you like uh weirded out or was it like, I mean, how did you take that? The, the guy, the guy approached you who wanted to blow you in, on South beach.
1: I mean, it wasn't scary because a lot of people want to blow me male in.
0: Mostly That's male, something. but yeah, there's some female too. <laughs> Mostly male,
1: but you know, whatever. But, uh, uh, no, I have I to wait before
0: before we go any further. People probably haven't listened to episode three yet. Um, there there are people that just listened listened to episode four that are on RX Muscle. They didn't hear. Um, the the episode we did the the, the it was and that actually was a great episode that that I hope people go back to and listen to with our our friend the the doctor the gynecologist who who came on and said that you brought us to a website where you were the face of the gay website uh, what was the website name where you like you go to the website and you are the main person on the website you remember um, I'm talking about Dr. Yeah. Sean I'm talking about Dr. Sean remember he. I you went to that website? Yeah, of course I went. I went to see you were the front. You were like on the I, front page. I actually forgot about it. Do you remember what it was called? I don't remember. I can't remember now. <laughs> I can't remember now. But when you go to the website, you are the like the emblem of the website.
1: It's so funny. It's so weird and funny and uh, creepy. Also,
0: it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me at all that this guy, because like if you go to it's a, it's a big website. There's like
1: I kind of sometimes I actually although I love women so much. I, I almost like kind of wish, like like I, I I was like one of these guys that could do the gay for pay stuff because if I if I didn't give a shit, dude, I'd be loaded right now. If you were born, if you were born these gay. Gays throw themselves at me. If I was born gay, I you'd would be a be millionaire. Like a be a millionaire. Of gays. I'd be I would you be I would be the Will Chamberlain of gays. I can crush ten thousand.
0: Oh, of course, you'd be you'd be loaning me money. We will we'd be we'd be, <laughs> we'd be in business right now.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be having to take out stock in
0: Haynes just to be shipping my underwear out. All the time. <laughs> We'd be so fucking rich. Are you stupid? <laughs> be gay, PJ. Be gay. Damn it.
2: God. This uh, is, a, this is a cosmic
0: joke from God. You, you were meant to be gay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, this well, is a shame. What are you going to do? This, this is a shame. So, yes, uh, this, this Robert, the gay man, he, he yeah. actually approached you. I wasn't aware of that
1: fortunately I'm very like easygoing. If I was like, you know, homophobic psycho, I'd probably be in jail by now from all the weird shit that happens to me.
0: You know, you know, I I wonder, were you always so, um, I, I I have imagined that you weren't, you never were like, um, were homophobic. I mean, I've never been homophobic. I, 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 you know, I, I be, I, I, like my mom always said, you know, you know, um, Live and let live. You know what I mean. I don't care yeah. as long as they don't as own. long as they don't touch me. I don't. I, I care yeah. less. I can care less. teach his own. To each, yeah. his own. To each his own. I understand. Yeah. So you know that's cool. But um, for you, it's it's a different scenario because they're actually they're jerking off to you probably.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I've had a couple guys push it a little too far, you know, and where I've had to be like, listen, man, you're fucking pissing me off now, okay? Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, for the most part you know, no,
0: no incidents. If they catch you in a good mood, you'll, you'll laugh about it. If they catch you in a bad yeah. mood, you'll get a upset about it.
1: And you usually have a good
0: mood. so yeah, Usually you're in a good mood. So what else happened to you at South Beach? Please? Uh,
1: well, we, let's see. I, uh, the, the highlight of my time in South Beach, uh, well, my, the, my other highlight besides being able to, uh, uh, be in a room where you and Darielle were having sex was, uh, one of my best clients, one of my favorite clients, uh, Melissa DiBernardo uh, won her pro card. So I was very happy about
0: Congratulations that. Congratulations to Melissa and Thank to you, Braun. Good job. Um,
1: and at the show uh, on Saturday night at finals, um, I uh, was uh, fortunate enough to catch uh, Mr. Jay Cutler, one of my favorite bodybuilders ever, uh, not crazily crowded with people, and I was able to bullshit with him for a little while. And... Um, A couple of things that we talked about before I get into the name thing. Uh, For starters, he looks great. Uh, He's very lean still, um, and he's actually downsizing a little bit, he said, Uh, which I think is interesting, but he looked very good. Um, He looked very, very good. Um, I mean, I don't know. He didn't take his shirt off, but I can't see him being too much out of competition shape, how lean he was. Uh, uh, He showed me his bicep uh, where it's torn, and for anybody that was giving him a hard time, uh, about symbol or anything, uh, he definitely tore it. You can see the tear. Uh, it, it, it's a distal tear, which is up from the top. And, uh, you know, there's a pretty big space there. Um, I'm sure when he, when he first tore it, there was quite a bit of swelling in black and blue, which made it look just, dis- this but it actually didn't look too bad now, but he, it, it was legit tear. So for all the people that were giving him a hard time about the symbol stuff, it, it's, it's certainly a tear. Um, which is interesting to see. Um, you know, because I'm sure a lot of people were skeptical after the pictures that came out of the Olympia. Um, uh, w- what I thought was interesting is that Jay actually brought up to me. I didn't even bring it up, but Jay actually brought up to me that he did not want to get in the middle of our battle on Twitter, of our Twitter war, which I think it is, is hysterical. Um, and, I, and I said to him, I said, I know that fucker is trying to solicit you to get him votes. And Jay, Jay started laughing. And he's like, I don't want to be in the middle of any of it. He's like, I'm neutral. You'd like, I'm not in the middle of any of it, <laughs> uh, which I thought was pretty funny. I was like, that's all right. You can stay neutral. Uh, but it's pretty funny to think of, like, a guy who, you know, five years ago I never talked to before and, like, would look at magazines and be like, God, oh, this guy's awesome. You know, like, uh, you know, he's one of the best in the world or he's Mr. Olympia. And, and now, five years later, he is uh, joking to me about a, a a immature little Twitter war that I have going on with you. Um, but that it's funny. I actually like I say immature because people keep on pointing out that it's immature. But in reality, it's we, it's are fucking, we are It's fucking serious.
0: It's serious. What are you talking about? We are,
1: we are smarter than everybody else because number one, we are marketing geniuses, and uh, number two, we are smarter than everyone else. Like, the people that aren't on our level of intelligence uh, consider it to be immature.
0: Jay understands. He told me. He said he would. He said he would easily put his. Um, he would. I told him. I said, direct your minions my way. And he said, I would love to direct my minions your way, Aaron. <laughs> said, because I, I I like you much more than PJ Braun He said, but I can't because I don't want to show favoritism because I may lose fans by showing favoritism. <laughs> I said. I said I understand. I understand. I, understand. Stay, uh, stay I, am, pro.
1: I am sure that is. I said, be thing.
0: Switzerland. I I get it. I get it.
1: Um. Jay has, like, a sidekick now. I don't know if you're aware of this.
0: Yeah, who's that?
1: Um, and he it, it is a men's physique guy. Mark who, Flex. Uh, Mark who? Flex,
0: yes. yes. Mark Anthony and Flex. The guy with the,
1: the cornrows. That's his uh, boy. Actually, it's not
0: his sidekick. It's his boy. You're, you're, you're insulting I
1: him. I don't want to insult him, but I mean, you're you are know, insulting
0: him a little bit right now.
1: I, I, uh, I want to say that I, I talk to him, and as far as men's physique guys go, I like him. Like, um, like, he was not nowhere like, uh, how I expected him to be. He was actually very humble uh, and, uh, very polite. And, uh, he didn't seem cocky at all,
2: yeah.
1: which was nice.
0: We, he um, he, he know, came he to him. my show at the, uh, at the Houston pro show. So, um, we talked a lot there, me, him and Steve Kuklo compared calves. You could probably see that those pictures on my, uh, I think they're on my Facebook page or meet him and Steve. And, um, by the way, I obviously beat all of them in the calf shot, but of course, of course, of course, of course. But um, yeah, he's a great guy. Me and him talk all the time. I like him a lot. Um, and that is that is Jay's like boy, yeah. But not as sidekick. I think that's insulting, PJ.
1: That but well, like- it seemed, uh, I didn't. I, I didn't mean it in a negative way. It just seemed like you know he was like. It looked like he was like working. For jay like you know
0: like how jay has his, his booth set up with all the clothes and everything else and i don't know i, I mean i didn't mean it in, in, a, in a negative way i gotta say that when um with jay jay uh, um me jay and dariel all left together we left together in the same car and oh. uh we got a ride with him he um he's like i got a pocket full of money and uh he and he literally did have a pocket full of money i don't know if he was selling his product was he selling his products there
1: he was selling the color clothes, okay, and That's that why like that. that okay.
0: and stuff. I, I was wondering. Yeah. I was wondering why he had so much money with him. That makes sense now because he paid for uh, he paid for the cab for us. So I was wondering why uh, why he had so much like actual cash cash with him. Now that makes sense. So I guess you're, what you're saying is that Mark uh, Flex was um, was helping him with the booth. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Interesting. So I have, in case people want to see, I took a really cool video with my iPhone. It's on my YouTube page, which is back, youtube.com backslash Aaron Singerman of Jay Cutler getting felt up by a baby. Because this one of the competitors wanted Jay to take a, a picture with his her baby. And the baby started feeling Jay's pecs. And it was actually a very cute video of Jay getting felt up, his pecs getting felt up by the baby. It was actually cute. That was funny. That's yeah, it was cute. cute. It was very cute. Jay took a cab with us. I gotta say, I don't know if Jay is extremely trusting, um, or if me and Jay are much better friends than I thought, mm. <laughs> or if Jay is just like unaware of of what um, I do. But he was extremely open with the things that he was telling me and, and Darielle in in, on, in the car. And I gotta say that I'm gonna keep Jay's. Um, Jay's confidence, PJ, and I'm not going to report on what he said in the in, right. in the car ride. But wow, um, amazing! All I can say is that I can't. Do you think? He, do you think that Jay Cutler is coming back? He's going to compete again? Because I got to say, I, I can't imagine if he's telling me this kind of stuff. I can't imagine he's coming back. What do you think?
1: Uh, I'm thinking no, but you never know. You can't count on Jay. He's a damn hard worker, and I, I got to tell you, he stayed there until the very, very end. And, you yeah. know, he was there a long time. He was tired. But that, I'll tell you, that's why everyone loves him, man. He, he's really great with the fans. He took pictures with every single he person. Says yes. Sorry, always he always says he was, yes. He was walking out, and people were still grabbing him, and he he, he stopped and, and took pictures with everybody.
0: Yeah, unbelievably, he always says yes. He told me when we were we we're sitting outside waiting together for a car, and he's like, he's like, man, he's like, I do not want to do any more pictures. And I was like, this is your life. You take pictures. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and he's like, oh, I don't want to. And right as he said that, that little, the girl and, the, and her baby and her mom came up and he, of course, you know what he said? He said, absolutely. I'd, be, I'd love to take pictures with you. Um, yep. Which is what I would have said, even which I know what you, that's exactly what you would have said. No matter how many pictures you took, you can't tell the mom and the baby and the, and the uh, you know, you can't say no. Uh, unless yeah. you're, unless you're like Sean Ray, if you're like a cocksucker, you'd be like, no, I don't want to do it. But um, yeah. Jade always says yes. And you know what? As silly as that sounds, in our industry, in our business, that's huge. It's huge, yes. Yeah, it's huge. It shows you you're, you're a mensch, right? That's a mensch. He's a mensch, of course. He's a mensch. And he He's took the pictures. He did that he did it. I even videoed him doing it, which I think he was uncomfortable with. I told him not going on rX going on my youtube page. don't worry chill out <laughs> and uh, and and it is up right now and uh you know good luck to him, you know I think no matter what if he doesn't compete again, if he decides not to, it won't matter. He's somebody that that will um that will continue in this business for many years because of his work ethic and uh I like the guy i can't i, I I can't lie, I like him. He's got to be one of the most charismatic, nicest, most into bodybuilding Mr. Olympias we've had in many years.
1: Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, I think he really like maximized what you could do with bodybuilding as far as you know getting you know the actual brand of Jake Cutler to be
0: something huge. I I respect the hell out of him for that. Let's talk about something else, PJ Braun. Aaron Singer on Twitter, eleven hundred. By the way, it's. At sign, Aaron Singerman, all one word. At sign, um, 1,173 followers. PJ Abroad, 1,164. That means I am nine followers ahead of you.
1: Which is the best for you right now. That is the biggest you've been ahead in, in the past few days. Uh, we tied it up. I tied it up again earlier today, and then you went uh, back, surged ahead again. Uh, I, I had checked this morning, and I was back tied to you. I was happy about that. Um, I don't know what you're doing over there to keep surging back ahead, but uh, all my, my my loyal, you know, followers and friends and fans, like, please don't let me down and, uh, you know, please don't let, you know, you know, basically Jesus down by, by letting Aaron Singerman beat me. Uh, this bullshit. It's not something
0: acceptable that's bullshit jesus was jewish pj you know that i know that and all you all (laughs) listening know that jesus was originally jewish it was one bad group of jews that's it one bad group you can't you can't you can't criticize a whole group of people based on a few bad jews you know what i'm saying? Yeah,
1: but you know what? I have reason to believe that you would have been like one of those benches. If you no, I would
0: never, PJ. Bench. I don't hurt anybody. I love everybody.
1: <laughs> I love everybody. PJ. I think you would have definitely. You would have actually tried yourself to spear him in the song. PJ, you know what the truth true. is?
0: I would be like, let Jesus go because I want to join him. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I want to join him, and, and that's
1: the truth, PJ. So this is a very pathetic way for you to try to get followers on Twitter right now. <laughs> if you, you know, if you want people. Uh, you know, just until the fifteen hundred happens, to, to unfollow Aaron Singerman. You can unfollow him for me if you if you happen to like me more than him. Uh, you can unfollow him until we get to the fifteen hundred,
0: and then follow him again. You know what, uh, PJ, PJ? That was such a low blow, PJ. That <laughs> I feel like I feel like those. That was people, not
1: a low blow. It was you saying that I beat women and children? And I don't know animals. what you're talking
0: about. I don't know what you're talking about, BJ. You actually lost a follower know. for that. Somebody
1: actually went public and said that he would not follow you anymore. For you saying that awful
0: thing about me, I'm confused by what you're saying right now, PJ. Yeah. But people, please follow Aaron Singerman at sign Aaron Singerman. And and, and and you know what? I will be grateful, and I will write you. We'll, we'll converse. We'll be friends. Um, PJ Braun. He doesn't care about his followers. He told me himself. <laughs> he told me himself. They're sheep. They're sheep. And you know They're what? Sheep. For me, for me personally, I have a personal relationship with every one of my followers. I love every one of them. PJ Braun, not so much. He says they're mostly gays. I mean, if you're, if you're gay, you'll follow him. But if you're not gay, you'll follow Aaron. I actually Ad feel Aaron. like
1: all, all my gays are not following me on Twitter. Otherwise, I'll be you. I mean, I have over 18,000 gays, basically, on my, my Facebook fan page. And where are they all when I want them to be here with me on Twitter? Those, are the, those gays are lazy. <laughs> lazy gays. Come on, all you lazy gays start following me. <laughs>
0: You would think you would have like 18,000, right? Because all the gays, (laughs) you know what, PJ, eventually the gays will catch up with you and you'll probably beat me, but up to 1500, but people probably don't even know what we're talking about. 1500, not $1,500. I'm at 1175 PJs at, uh, what did I say? 1164. And whoever gets to 1500 first followers wins a hundred dollars that's not important. It's mostly the street cred. Because forever I'll be able to say, PJ, I beat you at uh fifteen hundred. And PJ will forever be able to say that Aaron, you're better than me. You're the man. I'm not. And that is really the key. That is the key. So please follow me at Sign Aaron Singerman and do not follow uh PJ I'm Gay Braun. There you go. There you go. PJ
1: I'm
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to actually give away your real at sign, whatever it is. You know what I mean?
1: It's at at Braun Fitness. It's uh, very very easy. (laughs) At Braun Fitness. It's very, very easy uh, for everybody that wants to go out there and check me out and follow me and not follow Aaron
0: James. Don't do do that. Don't do that. Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. Because you'll you'll mostly, you know, what will happen is I I find that a lot of those, like, really aggressive gays will go through his list and follow each one. And then, you know, if you're muscular or, or attractive, They'll uh, a- attack you. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So watch out for them. Anyway, PJ, what else is on, in the news for today? Um,
1: well, do we want to uh, go serious for a minute? Do you want me to try to come up with some funniness for you? I'm pretty tired, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm exhausted. I'm uh, traveling again tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm flying to California uh, I'll sleep there for a night, and then Wednesday, be getting up early to drive 12 hours to New Mexico. That'll be the longest I've ever driven in a car before. 12 uh,
0: hours is the longest you ever driven? Seriously?
1: Yeah, my my previous record is eight hours uh, with Evan, actually driving to a Masters National. Cleveland. Um, uh, oh no, I did drive home from Cleveland. That was a good eight nine hours, also, but not 12. 12 is long. I slept the whole way home from Cleveland, actually. Um, I actually, uh, it's an interesting story. I don't know if I told you this, but. I competed in, at the North Americans in, in 2008. I uh, I was uh, 200 and uh, I believe 19 pounds when I weighed in. So skinny. And uh, I was very, very, uh, you know, that was back when I worked at Colombo. Was very, very lean and depleted. You know, you know, Dave really like he likes his guys to be overly depleted. He likes that look. And so on on the way home, I all I wanted to do was eat fast food. And we ate at this giant buffet for breakfast. And we stopped at every fast, fast food place along the way, McDonald's, KFC. I actually ate Taco Bell while waiting for pizza from Pizza Hut. My friends were disgusted. They were guy, guy was, just couldn't stop laughing at how gross I was. And I drank a gallon of water in the car. I did not pee once while eating all this stuff on, on the way home. But wow. It got to the point where I put myself into like a coma by, by the end of the trip, and I couldn't get out of the car. They had to like climb me out of the car. And Guy was like, you have gotten so fat since the, since the time we left. He said, like, you have to get on the scale. You have to get on the scale. So I got on the scale, and I, I was 239 pounds when we got to his house
2: on the scale.
1: I blew, I blew up with 20 pounds in one day. My eyes were all falling shut. I was in so much pain. Uh, the food was, was, so, was so good.
0: <laughs> you, you know what's funny is I never when – I, when I can be – I gained, like, five pounds max. You have actually gained, like, 30 pounds, 40 pounds in a day before, haven't you? Yeah,
1: the first show I ever did, I gained almost 40 pounds in one day. I had to go to the hospital. But since then, (laughs) that doesn't happen to me. I haven't, like, you know. How the fuck, how
0: the way you need, before we go any further, how the fuck does somebody gain 40 pounds in a day? How did that happen?
1: The first show I ever did, I didn't know any better. And I took Lasix, a lot of Lasix uh the only time i've ever used laxative for a competition i didn't know any better i was i was young and i thought that's what everybody did and um i uh, uh <laughs> i didn't drink water for 24 hours before the show uh i was like next to death uh so as soon as i started eating and drinking i removed my sodium i think like 3 days out it, it was just nuts uh, as soon as i started eating and drinking i just started holding on to everything to the point where, like, you could actually see the water moving around under my skin. It was bizarre, uh, and my my ankles and, and feet swelled up so much. Uh, my hands swelled up so much we couldn't even close my that, uh My parents were freaked out. They wanted me to go to the hospital, so I had to. Uh, they brought me to the hospital. They did all these tests on me. The doctors were like, "There's nothing wrong with him," and my mom was like, "There's nothing wrong with him." If you saw what he looked like yesterday, you would know that there's something wrong with him. Um, and. Uh, they uh, they just told me to keep on drinking water and my body would regulate itself, which it did over the course of about a week or ten days or so. Um, but yeah, it, that was uh, that was pretty ridiculous.
0: Was there somebody at the actual restaurant where you went to the hospital from that was like famous? Yeah,
1: it was actually, it was actually Jay Culler. And this goes back to 2003 and he was like, you know, my favorite back then. He didn't know you. He didn't
0: know you. You just. No,
1: he had no clue who I was when I was actually ambulance had to come to the show. That's how dehydrated I was. And, um, I was in the back of the ambulance was humiliated. I didn't want to be in the ambulance. Uh, the people called the ambulance and, uh, uh, my mom, uh, into the back of the ambulance and she said jay cutler is outside and he's so nice and he if you want him to come in here he wants to know if you're okay i was like jesus Christ, no i don't want him to come in here i, I just want to fucking go home sorry i think you know i was i was, I was so in, embarrassed by all of this um but uh, that was very nice of him to uh, want to see if i was okay um but yeah that was a uh, you know lesson learned back then in my younger crazier days
0: too much lasix huh
1: yeah i won't do that again uh, I, I did want to talk. Uh, I segued away from this about about uh, my opinion of Nationals this year. Um, you know how I felt about the actual show itself, the, the people competing in the show. Um, I think that bodybuilding, uh, the NPC is very smart with what they're doing. They're doing now. Uh, they're they're uh, turning this into such a giant event. There was a 1,000 people uh, competing, and you can think 1,000
0: actually, times... Actually, actually PJ, there was 965, just to be
1: accurate. Well, let's just, just
0: say 1,000 to make the math easier. It's, I believe, what, $85 for a MPC card? Um, no, PJ, it's $125, I think, 100 uh, uh, or maybe it's 75 It's over $100, I think, for an MPC card. It's, oh, it, it, got it, it, got was, it was $150 for the entry fee, and there are 400 people that, that actually got the the late entry fee which is a hunt with three hundred and fifty dollars
1: anyway um before i get off on another tangent on this basically what i'm trying to say is they're making a ton of money uh... which is great that's smart uh, very smart business um, the money that is coming in though is really uh... coming in uh... more with the cleaning uh... figure still going very strong and, uh, now the, the men's physique division. Uh, the actual numbers for bodybuilding have dropped considerably. Uh, women's physique had very, very impressive numbers, which is my favorite division to actually work with clients in if you're out there and you're interested in doing women's physique. Um, the, the actual men's bodybuilding this year at the Nationals, uh, I felt was the worst that I have ever seen as far as Nationals go. And I talked to two very well-known pros that are both uh one of one of them is considered definitely the best in the in a uh, top 5 best in the world right now in what he does and uh, he, another one is a uh, a legend uh, that's been around for a very long time isn't competing anymore uh, they both uh told me that they thought this was the worst national that they have ever seen um and that, that's no disrespect to you know the people that did compete i i, I just think that the numbers were kind of uh, down um i thought that um there was a couple guys who were very impressive um, that stood out to me. I, I thought Max Charles blew my mind in the super heavyweights. He took second in the super heavyweights. And, and that guy, uh, you know, if he hooks up with somebody that knows what they're doing and can teach them how to pose and stuff, uh, that guy will will, will draw attention. Uh, will he win pro shows? I don't think so. But he is such a freak, uh, such a monster of a man, that he will get a big following. Um, the heavyweight division, nobody that it was in the top four would have cracked the top five from last year's nationals. Um, uh, There was some potential that I saw in that class. Uh, Obviously, a guy that we've seen a couple times already this year, the younger guy, guy, um, that took, I want to say, did he take fourth place, Joel Thomas?
0: Uh, I think he had sixth.
1: Well, Joel Thomas has the most potential out of all those guys. I see a lot of potential in him. He's going to be a very good bodybuilder. Um, The rest of the guys in the top five, uh, you know, and perhaps me saying this will fuel them to train harder, which is great. I, I don't really see having much future uh in bodybuilder. The guy that won, uh, I, I think, looked great. Um, and uh, Rob Ewells in second place had Ang, tremendous...
0: Ang, Ang Wen. Ang Wen. One yes, first. Ang
1: Wen. He looked very good. Uh, I don't know if he'll do much as a pro, uh, but you never know. Uh, and Rob Yules, uh brought very impressive conditioning, which is what got him that second place. He was probably... Uh, you know, the hands-down most conditioned guy in that class, which conditioning can carry you. Um, in the Supers, uh, you know, Dusty was off. Um, Keith was a little bit off. Uh, there was a couple new guys that I wasn't impressed with that were up there. Drew Jamat, who has by far the best genetics in that class, can't seem to nail his conditioning all the way. It's such a shame because he deserves to be a pro. Although,
0: although he was better, you got to admit.
1: He was better. He just needs to really nail, nail it. But he's getting older, and I don't know if he can. Um, Todd Jewell impressed me. He brought it this time, and I'm I'm happy for Todd. After he had that health scare, for the people that don't know, uh, that Todd was uh, very, very sick, uh, you know, within the past year. Uh, he had a lung collapse, correct? Uh,
0: you know, a blood clot.
1: I a blood clot. So, uh, in, a blood in clot his lungs.
0: the lungs. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember, but uh, you, Todd Todd has come back from some kind of a medical problem, and uh, Todd is one of the absolute nicest guys in bodybuilding. So if it, it yes. happen to, it could not happen to a nicer guy.
1: That without a doubt. So I, I was happy to see that um, a guy from the East Coast, Marco Rivera, won the light heavyweights. He looked good. Quick, uh, quick, quick. quick side
0: note, PJ. Quick side note. Do you know that Todd Jewell actually stopped a bank robbery himself?
1: Yes, that is one of one of my favorite uh stories uh in bodybuilding. Todd Jewell is a monster of a man. He he's like a, a, a handsome looking Frankenstein. Um <laughs> and uh a, a man uh you know came into a bank and, uh, and Todd and a his wife were
0: at, right, right.
1: And and uh, you know told the teller to put all the money in the bag and, and, and Todd and his wife were were in the bank when this happened and, and Todd basically manhandled the guy down onto the ground, and uh, restrained him um, until the police came. He stopped the bank robbery, which is a pretty
0: amazing story. He he tackled him and speared him. Basically, he speared him and tackled him and knocked him to the ground. ground.
1: Frankenstein smashed him down to the ground.
0: (laughs) Hulk smash!
1: (laughs) Todd is a large large man.
0: Todd is one of these guys. Daryl was actually mentioning this to me. Todd said, she said that Todd does not look in the face and the head specifically. He looks like somebody who would be like, not, I don't want to say a dork because not a dork necessarily, but just like a normal guy. His head is not, does not match his body necessarily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you look at his head. If you were to see him in a polo shirt from the neck up, you'd be like, yeah, he's a computer programmer. And then you see from the neck down and he's 280 pounds of uh, lean, you know, contest-shape muscle. He's one of those guys that doesn't necessarily fit like that.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, That's funny.
0: (laughs) I'm not trying to be insulting. It's it's actually... No, no,
1: I I can see that too. But, uh, you know, kudos to him. Uh, But what I'm trying to say is it looks like uh, the NPC, um, the the actual division of the NPC, is going to be going more of the way of, like, bikini and uh, men's physique. Uh, you know, uh, well, I shouldn't say bikini because that's not necessarily an attainable look. Um, but uh, men's physique, the, the more attainable look, I think, is drawing more people to compete. Um, and it looks like the numbers in bodybuilding perhaps are going down. Which is a- you know,
0: that's something that I want to look into. And, and, and that's one of the, the, the future gossip columns you can look forward to. I'm going to look into the 80s and 90s and early 2000s uh, nationals, junior nationals, all the pro qualifiers and see the numbers of bodybuilders. Because I, you know, I remember the first time I went to junior nationals in 2001 in Chicago with my girlfriend at the time. Um, and I went there and I remember there being a lot of bodybuilders cause there, th- it was the first year of figure or the second year of figure at the time. My girlfriend competed in the, in the short class of figure. And I remember there being a lot of bodybuilders, I wanna look at the numbers in comparison to see if I'm actually if that's actually accurate or it's just how I remember it. If there were more bodybuilders at the time or there's the same amount of bodybuilders, just less competitors, period. So I really don't know. I don't know if you know firsthand if in two thousand and one in, in that region, ninety nine, two thousand, if there were more bodybuilders or less bodybuilders or the same.
1: I would guess there was more.
0: It seems like that, but I don't know because the shows seemed big. But then again, the, the whole prejudging was Friday night, and then the whole pre, the whole night show was Saturday morning. So it's I mean Saturday night. So I don't know because now they have Friday night prejudging and a Saturday morning prejudging. So I don't know. It, it, maybe it was the same. I have to look into it.
1: Yeah, we'll have to look into that.
0: Yeah. That's an that's a investigative journalism uh, r- report that I've doing. Good. You can get
1: yourself on that. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah. I'll let you know, PJ. Thank you. I'm dying. I'm, I'm truly dying tonight. PJ,
0: that. do you have anything else you want to say before we end this show? Because we're shooting for an hour this time and we're right at it.
1: Um, well, no, I'm, I'm uh, moving. I think we discussed that. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be gone by Christmas on the, on the West Coast. It's where most of my focus is right now.
0: I am. Uh- I actually wait, PJ. Before we go any further, I got an email um, from Ron- this guy. Ron- I don't want to say his full name, but this guy Ryan. He says, "What are the chances that PJ Braun will really move to California?" And I've got a, uh, I've got a guess right now because I heard the new information from you today. Your car is actually being shipped by your uh, your real dad this week to California. Mm-hmm. I have to say that if your car is shipped, I want to readjust my assessment which was 50-50 to 90-10. I think there's a 90% chance that P.J. will go to California move there and everything will be okay. 90% chance yes, 10% chance no. If his car is shipped, Ryan, I think that's a very good chance because he has an S500 black Mercedes. I have to say that 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 will push me towards the yes bracket pretty dramatically. Is that correct, P.J.? Uh, I mean,
1: excuse me. I don't know how it could not be 100% but I ship my car out there. I mean, I ship my car. There's no way I'm I'm staying here now. Um, you can
0: always ship the car back though, you know what I mean? It's not like it's dead. Yeah,
1: it's I mean, dead. I got lucky. What happened was, you know, uh, a lot of people know that I don't have much of a relationship with my biological father, but I decided to reach out to him. Uh it it took a lot for me to actually contact him cuz I've never, you know, I don't I don't like to ask people for help, especially not my dad, but when I found out how much money it was to transport a car across the country, it blew my mind. It's $3,000. Uh, and that's a lot, just to be able to drive on the other side of the country. So uh, I, you know, I was discussing it with my parents, and my, my mom and my stepdad were like, why don't you just ask your dad? That's, that's what he does. He moves people across the country. You know, like he could probably do it for nothing. And I was like, I don't know. It would be hard for me to ask him. My mom was like, just ask him. But, I mean, anybody that knows me and my relationship with him knows, like, the, the world would really end before that. So I decided to, to contact him. Tell him I wanted to talk about it and stop with him. And I, I, you know, I met with him for coffee and, you know, told him everything that I was doing and that I was going to start my business over there. And you know, I fell in love and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, he told me, um, he didn't have any shipments going to California planned for the future. Uh, that he said far less people, at least with him, have been leaving the East Coast to go to California. He said the booming spot now, uh, your old stomping ground is Texas. Yeah, uh, and and uh, he has many many trucks and many shipments going to Texas, and uh, he said that you know I could I could uh, you know he would look into it for me, uh, and he actually contacted me uh, over the weekend. It's a crazy short notice stuff here, uh, saying he actually has a truck going to California. Uh, this is really random. Let me tell you this: last night, uh, my my girlfriend's talking to me about um, the the places that she has to see on her on her uh, route for her job. And she goes, This sounds like a nice place, Pleasant Hill, California. She's like, Have you ever heard of that? And I'm like, No, I never heard of it before. She's like, She goes, She goes, Sounds like a nice place. I wonder what it looks like. It's just like random small talk, right? right? My father tells me the same night, How strange is this? He goes, Listen, I have a truck that has to go to Pleasant Hill, California in the next week. If you want me to put your car on it, I will. They'll ship it there for you for free. You just need somebody to get it. I was like, Holy shit. I'm like, It's short notice, but. I'm like, I mean, if I wait and miss out on that opportunity, I may not get that, and then I'm stuck having to pay that money. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. I just thought it was really random. that In the same night, like, what a coincidence that she brought up that place. It's not like she said Sacramento or San Francisco a a common place. She said Pleasant Hill, and sure enough, that's where this truck is going, which is hilarious. They're going to actually stop for me in San Diego and, and drop the truck up there, and, and uh, depending on where it goes, I'm going to hopefully have uh, – the big sexy or one of my other friends out there grab my car for me and just you know park it in, in you know a spot somewhere out there for me that I can have it for a couple of weeks from now when I go out there.
0: That's very interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing if Big Sexy or somebody else uh, drives your car responsibly. No accidents, no speeding, anything else. So uh, it's it, I guess if your car's out there, you're it's like I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but I'm putting it at ninety.
1: Yeah, I mean, if anything,
0: it's got to be 99. I mean, what am I nah, going
1: to do? 90, my I'm sticking with 90. I'm sticking with 90.
0: All right. Well, I, yeah. I will. Uh, I I mean, that that is pretty permanent. What did you say? California, it just it doesn't make sense. I just don't get it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What doesn't make it's because you you don't like California. It's you must love this girl. You must love it. you must love very much. You must love Amber very much. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but if you love somebody, you know, here I am in Tampa, Florida, because I love Dariel. So maybe that's maybe that's maybe I need to like transpose myself into you, and then maybe I would understand it better. Maybe that's it. Yes. Oh, I
1: mean, you made the journey from Texas to Tampa. And who knows? I'm going up to California. Perhaps we will make a journey somewhere together later down the road. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy, man. So whatever. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think um, I'm a. I'm definitely a creature of habit. I mean, I've lived here for 30 years. I'm used to it. I like it. Uh, but I don't know anything else. So uh, I'm. I'm basically thinking to myself. Although I'm stressed out over all this right now, and moving sucks and it's stressful. I think I'm gonna look back a year from now and be very happy that I did this.
0: You know what, PJ, I, I agree with you. I think that you will. Um, and uh wherever you end up eventually, permanently, I think that uh one way or another a decision had to be made and you made the decision, you didn't wait on anybody else to make the decision. And that that is the P J Braun way. So I think That is that, the P J Braun way. I think that I think that you will not regret it because you made the decision and and, and that's really the key for PJ Braun. So mm-hmm. uh I, I I only see good things in your future, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so uh, unless you have anything else to say, PJ Braun?
1: Uh, well, I would like to thank, as always, my you want to doctor, thank You want to Species.
0: thank me. Yes, okay.
1: I would like to thank you for, for <laughs> being a mensch and thank uh, and for having a large schmeckle. Yeah. And I would like to thank uh, Species for taking care of me still. And uh, I would appreciate it if they continued to do so or perhaps even give me more money next year. Uh and um I would like to thank all our future sponsors that are coming shortly. Right. Um and uh I think that's
0: about it. I would like to thank Not- Iron Mag Labs, David Palumbo for his amazing, wonderful support, and uh and you PJ Braun and of course Daryl Gaines, who uh, I couldn't do oh, anything without so. Th- th-
2: she th- she th- cooked th- me th-
0: she cooked me desserts and food and without the food and desserts I wouldn't be uh Aaron chewbacca Singerman, so I appreciate Daryl uh, Gaines, Dave Palumbo, and Robert DiMaggio at Iron Mag Labs, and uh, I'm uh, very, as we stand right here today, PJ. I'm 233 pounds. You're 239 pounds or something, right? 38,
1: 238.
0: Okay, I'm at uh, 7, 1179 followers. You're at 1164. So we're I'm we're, still at 1164. I don't know. Actually, I actually haven't looked. I'm making that up, but. Okay. We're, we're approaching together on weight, and I've far surpassed you on followers. So today is a good day for me, and uh, that's pretty much it. You can contact PJ Braun at PJBraunFitness at Yahoo.com. He is one of the very best and most reasonable contest prep gurus or coaches, however you want to look at it, in the whole stratosphere, world, internet, everywhere else contact uh-huh. him at pJ at yahoo.com if you'd like to contact me for any reason I won't do your contest prep but I will direct you to PJ fitness email me jubacca ju Jew, B-A-C-C-A, at rx you can of course find us both at uh, Facebook or if you want to vote for me for Twitter which would be a very smart choice you can look at at, at sign Aaron singerman or Amber sand Aaron singerman dot, or not, not dot com, just Aaron singerman don't look. Don't worry about PJ. It's not important. And that was <laughs> that was Iron Empire Radio for this week. We will be back next week at or I don't know. PJ, will we be back on Thursday?
1: Thursday is Thanksgiving, so it's going to be tough. Especially considering I'm going to be with my girlfriend's family in New Mexico. We'll figure something out, I
0: suppose. We're going to try to figure something. We're going to try to make up the next episode because we always have things to say. Uh, me and pete this is uh, to be honest with you for people listening this is really what a conversation sounds like we had no guests this week we had dave pulsinella of uh, pulsing radio in the past and um pulsinella nutrition or whatever he calls it he was scheduled to come on he didn't make the show you know i would love to have him on because he's a friend of mine and you know a very entertaining guy but this sh- just goes to show you, me and PJ can hold it down, hold down the fort together. We may have to do that again next week. Who knows? Maybe we'll have, um, we'll have Amber's dad on or something like that, but <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, this was Posting Radio. Uh, posting Radio, listen, listen to me. Wow. This was, oh, that was a horrible mistake. Um, this was even better than Posting Radio. This is Iron Empire Radio. And this was week number, what was this, PJ, four or five? Five, of Five. Right? I yeah, believe. I think so. I think so. So check us out on rxmuscle.com. Post something up on our thread. Tell us how much you like the show or don't like the show. Send me or PJ an email saying how much you like me or don't like PJ, whatever you want. And uh, that is the show for this week. Thank you very much. PJ Braun, you have any last words?
1: Uh, no, I really want to get uh, my ass packed into bed, so no.
0: Good night, PJ Braun.
2: Look in the distance, try and see it all. Chances are that you might find that we share a common discomfort.